Hello and welcome to the Standing for Truth Ministries podcast. I'm your host, Donnie Bedinsky, and together we will venture on a journey to explore the truth of biblical creation. Our ministry is also available on YouTube, so please search Standing for Truth and get access to the video versions of our programs. I'm Donnie Bedinsky, and as usual, stay awesome and trust in the truth of God's Word. All right, looks like we are live. Welcome everybody to Standing for Truth. My name is Donnie and I am your host for this program. It is a privilege to have Sam Jenkins from the Creation Research Team, one of my favorite teams today refuting evolutionism and upholding the truth of young earth creation. We have been blessed with numerous presentations and discussions with John Mackay, the creation guy, Joe Hubbard, and Diane Eager. And today we have Sam Jenkins, somebody who works very closely with the CR team. And we are going to get to know him a little bit, as well as some of the awesome things he does for the creation research team. Sam, my brother, tell us a little bit about yourself and speak a bit about creation uh, research. Well, uh, it's a pleasure to be here, everyone. Um, I am the sort of the the tech guy of uh, creation research. Um, so uh, I got involved numerous years ago. Well, I say numerous years ago, a few years ago um, with creation research as I came on to sort of rehaul things. Um, things were sort of I don't want to say stagnating, but um, they weren't they weren't letting the channel grow. Um, and so I came on and helped with the tech side of things. Um, so that's sort of one of the things I'm sort of here to talk about is the tech side of creation research. Um, and for those who don't know, creation research is, a, is an organization. It's a ministry um, that does scientific experiments and research and developments and presentations. Um, and we also do a weekly show. Um, every Friday called Creation Conversations, where we have a chat uh, about different things. Um, and we present that to you, the audience, um, as sort of like a, a free gift from us for, for supporting the ministry and sticking around and helping the, the channel grow. It's a very generous uh, gift, Sam. I love the Creation Conversations weekly show. Your team is so well-rounded, genetics, biology, geology, a little bit of everything coming out of the creation research team. And I love how you guys keep the evolutionists, the skeptics, and the critics on the defense with some of the most up-to-date arguments there are in the world of, of creation. So before I get into technically the first question of today's program, I do want to remind the audience that we are going to be taking questions for Sam. Uh, of course, let's make sure they're on topic. And so if you got any burning questions for our guest today, tag me at Donnie or at Standing for Truth, and we'll make sure we give Sam the opportunity to answer them. So Sam, you mentioned creation conversation. What sort of things do you do during these programs for those who are unfamiliar with your ministry and also its content? Oh, uh, well, um, basically anything and everything we cover on creation conversations um we have a weekly topic um so the one that we did yesterday 
was uh, good to bad to worse, uh, which was the progression of everything being created good in the beginning. God created the heavens and the earth and Garden of Eden, man, uh, you know, sheep, cows, dinosaurs. Um, and it was all fantastic. And then uh, man ate from the tree and sinned and it's well sin entered the world and all that jazz and that went made it bad and then Noah's flood happened that made everything worse and it's just a you know just all downhill um but it's a it's a fascinating topic um and we try and pick ones that are sort of going to be interesting they're sort of like a, just more sort of targeted but also one of the things that we do is we take your questions live um, and answer them and they can be on anything um, so if you've seen something in the news that you really want an answer to or if there's a, a skeptic that you've seen on reddit or a youtube comment or something like that and or a, a youtube video whatever saying something um then you can get an answer uh, and that's what we provide we, we offer our knowledge to uh you the viewer um and and i don't think um people really realize just how much research goes into all of these um the topics um for want of a uh, for want of a better term the the the, the weekly uh topics um i mean uh, Di dr diane eager is phenomenal she really, really gets in deep with a lot of stuff, uh, especially we did a program, uh, not uh, this week, but uh, the week before on the origin of life. Uh, the, the presentation Diane did was just amazing. It was so good. We actually uploaded it as a separate video. So if you do go to our uh, Creation Research YouTube channel, you can actually watch that. Uh, if you uh, go into our, our YouTube channel homepage uh, and click on videos, you should be able to see it. Uh, there's a few videos back. Uh, should be able to see it. Um, and yeah, it's a fantastic, um, fantastic witnessing tool as well. Um, and not a lot of people sort of take into account that uh, some of the things that we do are, are really great witnessing tools for um, some people. Yes, Sandy, I completely agree with you. Diane is one of the best teachers. She is really, really great. Um, but yeah, um, this is it, it's really important that people understand sort of the, the work that goes on and the effort that we do to really give you guys the answers that you need. There's a lot of research that goes on behind the scenes and we stay up to date with all of the latest science. We subscribe to all of the science journals, all of the science magazines and scour the news every single day looking for new things that have come up and things like that. And it's, it's really amazing. Um, I, I'm so proud of our team um, because they do an absolutely phenomenal job. Uh, and all I do is I just pull up questions on a weekly basis, basically. <laughs> just make sure things don't go wrong. Um, but yeah, so um, if you are interested, please do check us out. Um, it's completely free. Don't need to subscribe, although that is free. It does really help us out. And um, but yeah, you can come along, have a chat with us. Um, you know, we're really friendly. We we welcome everyone. You know, uh, you know, skeptics, uh, Christians, uh, people from other faiths. It, it doesn't matter. We welcome everyone. Have a really friendly environment um, for everyone to be uh, to interact with each other in, in the chat and also you know through us via the medium of uh, live streaming. Um, but yeah, so that, that is basically creation conversations in a nutshell. Well, I appreciate that response, Sam. Again, I mentioned it earlier, your team's so well-rounded and that is, a one of the many aspects that I really appreciate 
that I really love about creation research is how interactive you guys are with the community, right? It's 2023, 2022 was a great year, but taking advantage of technology and the access we have to these platforms like YouTube and in these creation conversations uh, episodes, I love how you take questions. It can be on anything, any topic, skeptics, critics can put forth their objections and John and Joe and, and Dr. Diane do an excellent job addressing every question and objection. And as Sandy C says, very interactive. And so that's what I really love about your ministry and other ministries who do that, that same thing. I do truly believe it's, it's very important these days, especially to address our critics. They're out there. There's a lot of them. And the creation research team does a, a fantastic job addressing the critics. I'm looking right now. In the description box, you'll find all the relevant links. Also, the creation research team here on Standing for Truth, we've had an awesome partnership and we've got 18 videos in that playlist. So you can find at least 17 presentations and then also one debate that Joe Hubbard did with uh, Snake Was Right, uh, probably going on a, a couple of years now. So uh, Sam, I appreciate that answer. And as I've pointed out, the creation research team does an excellent job refuting arguments for an old earth and refuting arguments for common ancestry. John, Joe, and Diane, they're incredibly well-informed on these topics. Your team is very well-rounded. And my question to you is, in working for creation research and being so involved in, in the work and the presentations, what has become just a couple of your favorite topics overall oh gosh that's a really good question um do you know actually because it's not it's not just uh joe john diane and myself we have um craig hawkins um who is uh from tasmania um he uh he has a, a creation museum as well as seahorse world i think it's called seahorse world i'm not sure it's probably something else differently craig if you if you're listening i do apologize um but he uh he does a, a cracking job down there really really good um and some of the some of the um the the answers that craig's given has, has been really really good um he he can really help sort of explain th things in a layman's terms which are, is a real gift for him actually um and also we have um uh glenn as well uh glenn wilson he's uh, a soil scientist believe it or not there is a, such a thing as a soil scientist um uh he as well he, he's he's very well rounded and he, he actually um hosts a uh, a show in the states on on the radio um i i cannot remember it for the life of me so again glenn if you're listening i do apologize um but yeah so a big shout out to those guys because you know they are you know just as hard working as everyone else on the team um that it is seahorse world there but see sandy in the chat has got it right see backing me up thank you sandy good to see uh regular regular viewers of our um <laughs> of our creation conversations actually backing me up on something um but yeah so um yeah uh oh gosh topics um do you know do you know what actually i think that you know whenever dinosaurs are involved they're really good it's really good to to you know find out a bit more about dinosaurs than you know not than what you would sort of see if you went to a museum and they've got sort of a basic you know 
A3 sized little plaque that says this fossil was found in the um but yeah it's um it's it's really uh some of the topics that we delve into especially to do with dinosaurs are really interesting like for instance um you know we're talking about teeth um you know teeth can only tell you how an animal eats not what it eats um for that you need to look at stomach contents and things like that um you know as well as uh you know fossil dinosaur poo coprolite um you know those things can really sort of help gauge sort of what is you know a dinosaur would have eaten um i found that really interesting and uh, as well diane um really gets into sort of the beauty of creation which i think is a is a sort of it's a very broad topic but i think you know just in that in itself is, is fantastic just hearing about you know j just the coding in dna and just how eloquent diane puts it of how you know all these you know you know the code of the dna and how it how it all works in tandem and you know if you know one small change can change so much and you know it's it's uh, and uh, again i can't stress enough if you have not seen diane's presentation please do go to our channel and check it out because it is phenomenal and it's a really good witnessing tool especially if you're in school uh you've got skeptic uh classmates or you've got skeptic uh, professors or if you've got friends that are you know saying about the origin of life that sort of thing really really worth sending that presentation over um but yeah I, I, to be honest i think I, th I think the the beauty of creation which which diane tends to usually cover because she is a, a genuine you know doctor or uh, she has a in uh, biomedical science um she really has studied that properly uh, and she really, really does do a, 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 a bang up job of, of explaining things and also explaining things simply as well. Because so part of the challenge is you can go really in deep to a lot of these topics and get really technical with a lot of stuff. But overall, I think some of the things that we do as a team is we really help explain things in a layman's point of view so that everyone can understand and that's the whole point of the ministry is to give knowledge to everyone not just to limit to those who are sort of more intelligent you know that that's a real a real challenge sometimes with, especially to do with uh um with with you know things like dna because it can get very very complex but I, uh diane uh nails that every single time and the team nails that every single time but yeah, so that, that that is probably my answer to that question. Very long-winded, but uh, that's probably my my answer to that. <laughs> Excellent answer. I completely agree. Dr. Diane Eager's presentations on the beauty of DNA, the, the sophistication of the information systems that make life life. We did a presentation a little while ago with John Mackay on design specifically titled what can I design the final proof I believe that's the one but it could be another because we've done so many <laughs> where Dr. Diane was here as well with us and she gave a fantastic presentation on exactly what you're talking about and when it comes to these points especially in the world of genetics and biology it's a it's a skill it's important to convey these oftentimes very technical and complicated arguments and subjects in a way that is understandable. And that is something your team does incredibly well in order that everybody can understand 
what's being talked about. So Sam, I appreciate that response. Doki Doki Bible Club. Appreciate it, brother. There we go. Dr. Diane Eager's Origin of Life presentation. Please do check it out. Good on you, Doki. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we pay him the big bucks. Yeah, so. exactly. Well, see, I do it, but I'm, 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 I'm presenting here, so I don't have time to sort of go into the background like I usually do on creation right. conversations to get all these links and things. Well, that's why we have some of the best chat mods in the business. So they are going to make sure all the relevant links are posted to the mods. I really appreciate it and your work. So Sam, looking at your channel, being very familiar with uh, your channel's content, the YouTube channel that is, you've had several great and well-known guests on your channel. Few that come to mind, Simon Turpin from Answers in Genesis, of course, Dr. Andy McIntosh, Professor Andy McIntosh, and Ray Comfort, to name a few. How do interviews like this come about, Sam? Uh, well, um, well, I mean, well, uh, Andy McIntosh, I've, I've known about for a long time because my dad knows him. I don't know how he knows him, but it seems to me it'd be that my dad seems to know everyone that is everyone um people who uh in the uk may know of the chuckle brothers um they did a, a kid show called chuckle chuckle vision uh, quite famous in the uk um very physical comedy very for, directed to children uh he played golf with them just just as you do just casually play golf with them and he actually used to work with richard hammond um from top gear and uh um <laughs> and um uh grand tour he uh used to work with uh with richard hammond so um just casually name dropping a whole bunch of people that my dad has interacted with met or or uh worked with um but i um i a funny story actually because with, with ray comfort um it was really interesting how that sort of came about because I, I, I reached out to Living Waters a while ago. Um, I never actually heard anything back. Um, it could have been they were in a very busy period or maybe my email didn't actually get through or something. I don't know. But um, And then I, I, I was watching some of the, the, uh, the videos on their YouTube channel and I had had a look at sort of the the comments and they're saying oh you know ray's amazing you know, seeing how many views they were getting i was just like okay well, if we can get ray on that would be brilliant um so i, I just i shot another email across uh, filled out the interview request form and um sent that off and i heard back miraculously um uh, ray's uh receptionist got in, in contact and i uh i managed to wangle an interview with the ray comfort um much to the confusion and also delight of uh joe and john um i'll, uh, I'll i'm i am now under instructions to check with joe and john before i book people in for the show <laughs> <laughs> so um so that won't be happening again but it was it was really good actually because the 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 real um it gave us a, a big boost um in terms of figures um having ray on yeah the sandy c has nailed it having ray on was a biggie it really was big for us um because we we've had we've had you you're right we've had some some very prominent people on um but i don't think we've had anyone on 
um, to the level that Ray is because Ray is just so well known and his ministry is so well known of, and he works very closely with AIG in the States, especially with Ken Ham. Um, they partner together all the time. Um, and it's, it's really, it's really sort of, it, it boggles your mind slightly sort of just how, you know, how much of a difference that can actually make. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was really great having Ray on. He's, he's, he's a, he's a wonderful guy. Uh, really nice, uh, you know, down to earth, and he's funny as well. He, he's genuine. He's genuinely funny um, with his uh, with his, some of his responses. Are, uh, you know, there's a lot of wit there, and I think that's good, especially when you're talking to someone um, when you're witnessing like Ray does. Um, don't be afraid of using humour because it can be a great tool because we can actually relate right. into humour a lot with everyone. You know, everyone has a sense of humor. You know, some are more darker than others, but everyone has a sense of humor. Um, but you know, it's, it's really, really, um, it, it's it's a really good tool to use is humor. And I I try to use it as much as I can because I, I like to think I'm I, you know one of the 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 funnier people in the family. Um, I'm very weird as well, um, as, as my wife will tell you. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's it's. I, I I have always been of the mind of using humor to to get you know across a point, um, and that's really helped, especially if I've been witnessing. And to see Ray doing that is is you know it's, it's an encouragement for me as well to knowing I can actually do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they I mean a, a lot of the people that are who Joe and John know just through being in the uh, the creation uh, creationist space. Um, a lot of connections, especially John has made a lot of connections over the past and people may not actually know, but John actually used to work with Ken Ham and they right. started up in Australia working together. Um, and then Ken decided to take uh, a ministry over to the States and that's how AIG came about. Um, and, and John stayed in uh, sort of Australia and, and, you know, founded sort of creation research and um, the people, you know may not know that about john is that he he worked very closely with 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 ken for a good number of years um but yeah um you know and you know it's it, as 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 people say as well in 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 sort of business conversations it's not what you know it's who you know you know connections make everything right um, and it can be yeah yeah it, it's 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 really, really good to sort of, um, you know, make these connections as you go along and, and, you know, keep in touch with these people because you never know when they might actually come in useful later on. Um, so, yeah, but that, that's sort of how they come about, just either people who we know or just through my blind emailing Living Waters out of the blue and getting into a little bit of trouble with Joe and John. But, uh, but yeah, so that's, uh, that's, that's sort of to answer the question. A lot of good information there, and you're right. A lot of people don't know that, and I, I was wondering if you could speak a little bit more to that because I do find it very interesting. And if you go to Answers in Genesis, the website, just type in John Mackay, you will find articles published from just years and years ago. You know, I'm looking at one mm -hmm. here, Coal, Volcanism, and Noah's Flood, 1984, Answers in Genesis, John Mackay and Andrew Snelling. And so you'll, you'll find John very involved especially back then, one of my first experiences or probably the first experience with John, and I was an, an immediate fan, was his debate in person, conversational debate with Richard Dawkins. Mm. And John just absolutely schooled him. 
he was yeah. confident. Just, he was calm. He was collected. Yeah. And I was very well. Impressed. Just on that, actually, it's it's, it's interesting how um, if you if you go looking for it, you can find it. Um, but they the Channel Four didn't actually put out the full interview on the program. Obviously, it was cut for time, but it was cut in a way to make it appear that Richard Dawkins had the upper hand over the silly, you know, creationist. But if you watch it in full, you can see that, you know, John holds his own and he provides very logical, very, um, you know, sound answers to his to Richard's questions. And Richard seems flabbergasted because it doesn't seem like he has a response. Um, But, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's editing can change how you view someone um and and you know it, it's it's worth seeking out actually go if you type in john mckay uh richard dawkins into youtube you can find it i think there's one in two parts uh somewhere right. on youtube um but go and watch it it's it, it, genuinely really interesting and he actually surprised john um just out of the blue called him and said oh uh, we're coming to your event we want to interview and want to film it that same day um so take from that what you will it's sort of a, an impromptu meeting the impromptu meeting and john did excellent i think that <clears throat> conversation is a prime example as to why richard dawkins refuses or shies away from doing formal debates with informed creationists because john mckay is an example of an informed well-educated creationist somebody who's a really good debater and Richard Dawkins did not look good at all. He did not, his position did not come across well. And so <laughs> that tells me it would not go well for him if it was a formal debate. And I think that's why a lot of these more well-known evolutionists shy away from these debates. So can you speak a little bit to the origin of creation research and answers in Genesis? You were saying Ken Ham and John Mackay, they started their own ministry. And then eventually they branched off where Ken Ham came to the States, started his ministry, Answers in Genesis. John stayed in Australia. Is, is that more or less, if you could speak to that a bit? Yeah, too? yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I don't know too much about the history, um, but that is essentially <laughs> it in a nutshell. Um, Ken felt led to take, um, uh, you know, a, a, ministry, a ministry aspect to the states um, to establish that there, um, and you know, it's grown into the behemoth that is AIG today, um, especially in the creationist space. Um, and you know, jo- John stayed behind and and stayed with um, you know Australia and uh, ministering there and uh, you know building the ministry up there. Um, and you know, I, I think also as well, the one of the things that w- we started doing um, quite early on, which I, I I'm not too sure about this, so don't quote me on it, but I don't think that AIG actually put anything out in terms of films before Creation Research started doing it. Um, so we had, you know, one of the first um, programs we did was on, um, I believe, was uh, Living Fossils. Um, with, um, as people in the chat will probably know my warning, uh, if you are to go and watch that, there are some very short shorts, some very high socks, um, and some very seventies upholstery and, uh, a, a very, um, uh, 
bushy-haired, uh, younger John Mackay doing a presentation on on living fossils. But there's a lot of stuff in there that's actually really good. We do actually want to upgrade that to make it a bit more up to date because the the stuff in there is, is solid, it's good. But um, there's been so many more that have been found that we want to put in um, in terms of living fossils. Um, it's a it's really really. Um, it's sort of it part of, it's always been part of the DNA of creation research is making these films um, to inform just layman's people. I mean, I remember when I was younger, um, I had a I had a VHS tape of uh, Dinosaurs: The Rest of the Tale, uh, and um, I remember watching it a few years later and realizing that as soon as there was a dinosaur on screen, it went all fuzzy and snowy, and I realized that I'd gone back and rewound over the parts where the dinosaurs were. <laughs> <laughs> and um i didn't necessarily um listen too hard to the um to the knowledge that was being given in that um but it was it's it just goes to show it you know our content can appeal to you know all ages of people um but yes i mean you know the the, the it's always been our D in our dna to make these films and things like that it's it's, it's well worth it um to to do these sort of presentations and especially creation conversations it's sort of a natural progression for us um to to go into the you know the live streaming sort of space because that is sort of where content is now um and you know, uh, you know creation research is you know before i joined was you know stuck a little bit behind i don't think that uh, the ministry caught up um with the times as much as as you know could could have been done um the you know the youth channel didn't have anything on it really uh, well we had some content on there um but we also had you know it, no there was no live streams there was no sort of weekly show or anything like that and then joe came aboard and and suggested the idea of creation conversations and that was during um covid we we had a you know, we wanted to do something whilst we couldn't do any ministry work. So that's how Creation Conversations came about. And it it started off as this 30-minute presentation each week. Um, and there's only a handful of, of them done, as far as I, I know. Um, well, there may have been more. I, I can't remember. But there was a lot of experimentation with going live on Facebook. And a lot of it was, um, you know, Joe and John saying, can you hear me? This is a test. Can you hear me? A testing one, two. And I oh, know I can't see you. And he was sort of trying to find our feet. Um, and then we, we started doing the weekly live streams for 30 minutes. And then uh, Joe had to take a break um, because of health reasons. Um, and then I sort of came on board. I, I, came, I my dad emailed John um, a little uh well, well it's a few years ago now um sending him a, an article and, and john remembered exactly who i was <laughs> with no prompting um i've met him a few times um but yeah I, it, it, it actually to be honest it might be worth um going into my testimony a bit um because it's been a while since i've been on here some some people may not know me um on this channel um what do you think should i should i, should I give that give that a whirl, donnie Let's do it. I think uh, testimonies are very important. And so let's let's get your testimony, Sam. I'd appreciate All it, brother. Right. 
Okay, well, I grew up in a um, in a city called York um, in the north of England in Yorkshire, um, and I sort of went. I, I went to church because I considered it to be the done thing. Um, my parents went to church, so I went to church, and I, you know, sung the songs and I prayed the prayers in in church and and, and all that stuff. And I I never thought that it was you know, anything more than that, really. I never felt a connection, you know, jumping up and down and shouting God's name and Jesus and, and all that, clapping hands, you know, wavy hands in in, uh, <laughs> in church and that sort of thing. Um, but I never sort of felt a real connection to it. And and then I I, I went off to, um, to Bible college. Um, but... In the year, but to, to relate it to um, the uh, creation research, um, there were a few times I met John. Um, I met him at uh, Calvary Chapel, York, which was uh, my parents knew the pastors um, who are still the part, part, well, the pastor and, and his wife, um, uh, and they still know uh, them today. They're still, still, still good friends. Um, and yeah, it was, it, and I, he did a talk there. I met him briefly. I think I asked a question um, on something. I was in beginnings of secondary school. Um, and then I met him again, I think it was back in 2000, was it 2011 or 2012, I think? This was just before I went off to Bible college. Um, and I uh, I met him and took a picture and that that picture will be re that picture will be relevant later on in the testimony, um, but I I went off to Bible college, um, did three years study, and in that time I experienced the worst of the worst of Christianity. Uh, people were vile, were gossiping, and being slanderous, and uh, you know, going behind people's backs and. Uh, you know, as there was a lot of peer pressure um, from them to to you know get involved in certain things, which I wasn't necessarily comfortable with because I'd never really been in that environment before, and it was all very new. I was still trying to sort of get my bearings, and I, that wasn't where I was on my faith journey and that sort of thing. And um, there were a lot of people who I um, who, in my view, back then showed me the true face of Christianity, and. I sat back and I thought, do you know what? If the, if this is the best of the best of Christianity, going to this you know you know prestigious Bible college, which is the part of Elim, uh, the Elim movement, um, and I, if that's the best of the best, I don't want anything to do with it. If that is the true face of Christianity, I don't want anything to do with it. And so I left the faith. I became a vehement atheist, a, you know, a keyboard warrior, as some people would call, you know, typing comments to people online. And I got into heated arguments with my parents. And um, it was it, it was really horrible for me because, you know, I went into a place expecting to be there to be love and, and kindness and acceptance of whoever you are on whatever journey you are. And then all of a sudden to experience that was a just, a massive shock to the system and then I went um, 
into this sort of pit of despair and you know horribleness of being really bitter and horror and just doing everything because I wanted to. It was just what I what I wanted to do. Um, and then in 2020, I was scrolling through Facebook. Um, so this was in the middle of uh, lockdown. Um, and he, there was this, um, there was this uh, post by a, there's a group in the United Kingdom is related to the Church of England in, in the sense that it's plugged directly into it and things like that. But I think it operates as a separate entity. I don't know. I'll have to check on that. Uh, it's called Alpha. Um, and it's basically, it's a, it's a, it's a place where you can go and ask questions and be open and honest about things. And you talk things through about faith and, and belief and things like that or with a Christian viewpoint. Um, and I know, I know of Alpha from years growing up in the church because uh, the church we went to was just around the corner from our house. It was uh, tied into the church of England. So we had a lot of uh, ties with that. And so that was sort of, I already knew what Alpha was, what he was about and that sort of thing. And as part of that, I, I, I was sort of taken aback because I hadn't, you know, how Facebook works is, you know, it, it pushes content to you based on what you've searched and, you know, your history and, you know, cookies and, you know, tracking you across websites and things like that. I hadn't searched anything for Faith in, I think, probably a year or two. I think I'd, I'd probably that long. Um, and it just came up on my feed. And I was very shocked to find it there. And I was sort of like, why is this advert for Alpha here? And I don't know what happened, but it, it sort of led me. Something happened to let it lead me. I know it was God looking back now. Back then, I didn't know, you know, what was leading me. But I actually signed up for Alpha. And then I, uh, something supernatural happened in that I had this, this need to know more of um, this, this hunger to, to find out the truth, to, to know more about what was going on in, 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 you know, religion and uh, everything to do with that. And, I'm rambling a little bit, but the essence was that I had this hunger to know more. And I was staying up until four or five o'clock in the morning doing serious research on, on, on you know, all the religions. Because I, I, it was sort of, I had the mindset of like, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. I have to know once and for all, is there, is there such a thing as a God? Does God exist? And so I was looking through all of these religions, Hinduism, Buddhism, Mormonism, uh, Christianity, uh, Jehovah's Witness, uh, uh, Islam, everything. Um, and I got it narrowed down to two. I got it narrowed down to Christianity and Islam. And I thought, right, okay, so the crux of the argument here is that I have to know if jesus was real he was who he said he was he died on the cross and he did rise again that's that's the crux of the argument did jesus rise from the dead because without that christianity crumbles to the floor because there is nothing to stand on with that argument and i was doing research after research watching debates between christians and muslims on the topic reading articles i've read um 
seeking uh, uh, seeking Allah finding Jesus by Nabil Qureshi. That's a fantastic book. If you if you want a recommendation from me, um, and and the more I read, the more I looked at things, the more I realised that you know I, I had this mountain of evidence in front of me and I I couldn't actually sort of get away from it because I'm more sort of analytically minded more scientifically you know directed in, in my thoughts very logical um I had this mountain of evidence in front of me I I I got to a, a crossroads and the uh, it was week two of alpha and I was researching the you know the resurrection and what was the topic that week it was the resurrection and how you know you know textual criticism and you know how we can trust the bible and trust the accounts in the bible and that sort of thing and i i just had this sort of moment when i was i was in, i was in the the alpha group and i was just like this is, this is not an accident i can't i can't get away from this this is just I, I have to make a choice here. I, 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 you know, I have to choose to accept this evidence or reject it. And I, it, it, me being the way I am, I had no choice but to accept it. I, I had to admit it because the evidence just supported it. And I, I stayed behind after the the call, and 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 uh, I, I gave my life to Christ, and and then that sort of just started a whole different trajectory into my life and then uh yeah well it was well it was about uh i want to say eight months later um my dad sends the email to john and he remembers exactly who i was with no prompting from him knew my knew my name knew i went off to bible college and that sort of thing uh and i decided to get in contact with him i felt led to contact him and me and John met up. Uh, John was in his dressing gown. <laughs> I distinctly remember he was in his dressing gown because it was in the middle of the night for him, and that was the only time I could meet him. Um, but yeah, it was it was a it was a, an interesting conversation because we both felt led that there was something here I should be involved with creation research. And leading on from that, I had a discussion with with John about it and. John felt the same. Felt God, God was calling him, calling him to you know bring me into the ministry, and so John introduced me to Joe. And I met up with Joe around the corner from where I live, um, and we had a chat. And I basically formally came on. And I, in preparing for that, I had a a, a look at um, the YouTube channel, and I, I gave some you know harsh, harsh but fair criticism of the channel saying, you know, you are doing this wrong. If you want to make take this seriously, you need to do, you know, a show of at least uh, an hour and a half. Uh, otherwise, it's just not worth doing. Just analytically, it just won't go anywhere. Um, and then uh, we were talking and, and Joe um, said to me, you know, um, I was talking to John about it, about, you know, you and and, and he he told me that he carried around that photo with him for years and showed people saying oh this is sam he's uh he's in the uk he, you know he's, he's going to be doing really great things i think you know he's, he's a really bright young lad all those years he showed that one photo to people and i was just absolutely mind blown that 
you know, just why me? And and it's all led to this moment of me joining Croatian Research. That's that's this is where it's culminated to. This was God's plan. Um, and so I, I basically formally came on with Croatian Research, and I helped uh, rejig a lot of of things to get things up and running. And you know, move, you know, I got the, all the logins for the YouTube channel and did some you know tweaking and changing things and really sort of rehauling things and. Um, yeah, it's sort of all been up from there, really. <laughs> that's that's basically my testimony up until this moment now. Um, but yeah, so there we go. That's my testimony. It's very long-winded and, and somewhat rambling, but we got there eventually. And I do apologize for the rambling because I do, <laughs> I do have ADHD um, and I do ramble a lot. So that is the reason. So please forgive me. Nothing to forgive, brother. Fantastic testimony. It's the kind of testimony that maybe one day will be put into a really good movie. God sees the bigger oh, picture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The question is who's gonna play you? Which famous actor is gonna play? Or maybe you can play yourself. And... Oh. <laughs> See, well, I did to be honest, I did actually go to uh, to Bible college to actually train as an actor. So you never know. But, you, but, you know, maybe a younger version could be someone famous. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know who. But, you know, in, in sort of a bit of a culture shock, sort of time bending, time twisty thing. I'd like Ryan Reynolds to play me. I think yeah, he'd there like me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, classic. And um, we know a thing or two about keyboard warriors here with a lot of the evolutionists. So you were once a keyboard warrior. And now you're a faithful Christian who is upholding the truth of biblical creation. So God bless you for that, brother. And a question I have is one of the things you have brought up before and have actually partnered with us on here at Standing for Truth Ministries, Sam, is the Genesis Project. Mm -hmm. And so can you please tell us a little bit about the Genesis Project? What is it exactly? Okay. Um, the Genesis Project is a... It's it, so this this actually came about in that meeting with Joe. I had this idea of this, you know, really interesting, I you know, project that we could actually do as part of creation research. Um, I had this idea of creating a very visual representation of Genesis, um, of you know the days of creation as they happened, and taking people through, because I wanted to give a uh, a resource for people who struggle with the bible um sometimes they're only um bringing up with uh, you know uh, the bible is uh, you know king james only um activists and you know you know if they hail from that background and they might really struggle with some of that sort of um shakespearean language of these and thous and hast you unto me and all that all that sort of malarkey and and, and also as well, you know, bringing a lot of the science of what we do as, you know, with the research things, um, we want to give as an accurate as a picture as we possibly can. Um, there will need to be artistic liberties taken at some point, just simply because of the nature of the beast. We, we can't actually just you know, pin it down to a hundred percent accurate, faithful. It's just, it's not possible. We weren't there. We, we don't know exactly how these things came about, but we know they did come about and we can use our best guess and some aspects we may need to sort of, you know, show it in a more artistic way. Um, 
And so the Genesis project is, is sort of my brainchild um, and my passion project. And I, I wanted to put it out for free. I wanted to have sort of like this 20 minute film, 15, 20 minute film showing people the days of creation going from day from nothing, you know, just the, you know, God hovering above the face of the waters right the way through to the, you know, beginning of uh, Genesis two um, where God was just looking uh, God is looking upon his creation. Um, and that, that sort of resonated with Joey. He thought that was a fantastic idea. Um, so I created a concept and you know, sent that over and they had a lot of notes. Uh, um, but um, I edited it back again and I, I you know, did a, an, another one. And this time it was longer and that sort of thing. And it was really, really good, solid. Um, it's a really solid, solid uh, resource, actually. Um, it's really shareable. It's a very visual way because I, I don't I mean aside from Genesis 3D I don't think it's really been done before and we want to do a, a different take on it and it's 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 grown so much since then because we've changed you know the the vision and what God actually has the the plans for us to do is to create a full documentary with it um using you know visual effects you know CGI to to bring you know creation back to, but you know it, to life in front of you um and also to give you teaching along with it as we take you through the days and to, you know, to, to, you know, go day one. And then we explain in depth, you know, the textual side, the language and, you know, uh, taking you through sort of the, the ancient Hebrew and how it relates and, you know, where, you know, this whole controversy with the days, you know, what, you know, this word yom can mean, you know, periods of time or can mean, you know, a, a literal 24 hour period or, you know, or an indeterminate length of time. Um, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's a complete spectrum um, to for this word yom, which is why there's such a controversy a, a around it today to do with the language. Um, but, to really delve in deep and then you know day two taking you in in depth with that as well you know with you know um, and, and going each day giving you the evidence and the the knowledge and taking you you know classic creation research style taking you out into the field and showing you solid evidence of you know creation and you know things like that and really delving in deep it's it's really really uh good stuff um and we're going to create three different versions. We're going to do a short based one um, where we'll just have the day as its own standalone video. We're going to have the um, the video of the entire sort of days of creation available. Both of those will be available for free as per the original vision of the project. But the, the full version, the full sort of hour and a half, sort of maybe two hours documentary will be obviously paid. Um, but it's it's a really great it's going to be really great we've got such big plans for it um but yeah so anyway so that that that's basically the uh summation of the genesis uh, project where it came about and where it's going um so that is the current the current update on the film is that it is sat on my hard drive 
Uh, no, I can't show it now. Uh, and um, unfortunately, come on, under- give us a sneak preview. No, Sam. I can't. I can't. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's under lock and key. But unfortunately, well, um, I have to keep it that way because um, there was a, a George Bond related incident on one of the chats uh, a few. I can't remember if it was last year or not when George accidentally leaked. <laughs> yeah, that was that was. I had to. I had to. I I I was I was tidying up in the bathroom, and I ran. I, I, I didn't walk. I ran to my computer to go and make that to no one can access it. You're not. A, you're a, George, George, bless you, mate. He had good intentions. But he was just yeah. like, oh, oh, this is the project. You can watch it here and then just send it to everyone. It's basically equivalent to, you know, the next big, I don't know, Marvel Avengers movie and somebody... Somebody leaking online. It said copyright Marvel over it. (laughs) Here you (laughs) go, guys. Something (laughs) six months before release. So, brother, I'm excited for that film. If you go to our website, to the audience, if you go to our website, I believe it's in the event section or resources section. Scroll to the bottom of the screen. You'll find the trailer. You'll find an advertisement for the film that we are partnering with. And it'll for sure uh, go into the category of the greats, the must-watch films, Genesis um, Impact that you mentioned uh, by Eric Hoven, Ray Comfort's in it. Also Dismantled, excellent film made by Chris Roop, who I just co-authored a paper with actually, and Evolution's Achilles Heels. So it is, I'm excited and it is definitely going to be in there with the greats, brother. So we're all looking forward to that film coming out sam i appreciate that that response and okay so i guess my next question my follow-up question would be how are you using vfx to bring genesis to life could you go go through that a little bit and kind of help explain what you mean by the term cgi and visual effects yeah um so this is sort of where i come into my element i'm very techy um i i've I, i've always been a, a techie person i've grown up with computers and loving them and everything about them and how they work and you know software and staying up to date with the latest and greatest bits and pieces and um that's sort of what we're doing we, we we're taking these um well cgi it stands for computer generated image uh visual effects is sort of on the same branch there um but they are t- so if you were to watch a hollywood film um you can see CGI in practically every single film. Uh, there's a lot of what's called green screening is used where you take an actor, uh, you put either a green or a blue screen behind them and you use what's called chroma key to edit them out. And you can put them anywhere. You can put them on the moon. You can put them in space. You can put them, you know, underwater or whatever, whatever, whatever the script calls for. Um, and you can really sort of, you know, it's, it makes you really flexible with what you can do. A lot of, you know, if you're looking at, um, you know, CGI, I mean, uh, Avatar, The Way of the Water, uh, the, the budget for that is ridiculous. But you see the effort, you know, pay off on the screen because you can see how good the visual effects are, especially with water rendering, because that, you know, making a computer version of water is the most difficult thing you can actually do because of the physics and how all of the fluid interacts with each other. And it's just it's insanely complicated and very time consuming. Um, and that's sort of been a um, a real sort of stumbling block for me because there's a shot I really want to do. 
and I can't wrap my head on around how to do it. Um, so if if a if anyone is uh, knows you know Blender or Cinema 4D or you know some of the visual effects programs uh, and wants to help out with this one shot, then please do hit me up. Please, I I beg. Um, but yeah, so we're using this to really bring everything to life, and we're we're interleaving real footage with CGI. So it's a real mix of both um to really have this sort of best of both worlds you know the beauty of you know current you know uh wildlife and plant life and things like that and show you how uh beautiful and, and basically to show these things they haven't changed you know you know creation to now it hasn't changed stayed the same um so the, and then you know for the more complicated things like for instance dinosaurs cgi is used um the, uh, the 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 trailers that we do have online um a lot of the shots are placeholders um because we're doing a lot of work with um is you know things like unreal engine to uh create these shots from scratch to give a, a better um experience for the end viewers and this is going to be our biggest documentary we have ever done this is going to be massive um and we're, we're hoping that this will actually put us on the map um, with a lot of sort of even the secular communities. We, re we want to get this film in the hands of as many people as possible, even if it's the free version, because we just believe that it's just so powerful because it's just going to just a really beautiful visual interpretation of Genesis uh, to really help you understand the beauty and, and, you know, how things happened, you know, when you read Genesis, you know, day by day you read you know oh you know let the seas team with life um you know what what does that mean what's that look like you know um but yeah that's that's the um yeah don is putting up the uh the website there that's the genesis teaser trailer that we did exclusively for sft that's a, is an right. sft tra exclusive trailer uh we have not shown that ever on our channel it it's only and, and th that was during the presentation you and joe hubbard you gave an excellent presentation and then mm. We, we had the sneak or or was that the flood boundary one with joe that you were no, no, no i think it was, it was your one. presentation right brother? My one, and, yeah yeah i yeah. I, did, I i made the trailer exclusively for sft so i wanted right. to provide you know a little sort of thank you for having me on so that I was the it. first ever trailer we released um and there's a uh, there's a the latest trailer is available on our uh, youtube channel um if you uh, go and just go onto our homepage, um you should be able to find it's the featured video uh, we've pinned it to the top so you should you'll be able to watch it there um and it just gives you uh i mean both trailers give you a, a really fantastic look at the scale of what we're gonna do right um you know it's it's, it's amazing and uh, you know the c you know this the cgi is is you know it's it's not going to be on the, the level of a hollywood studio but we've never used cgi to this level before so this for us is massive it's going to be huge for, well especially for us but we're hoping it's going to you know you know make ripples um in the community uh you know both um you know creationism and and also um you know the secular communities as well we want we want people to notice what we're doing because what we are you know tr what we're trying to do ultimately is point people to jesus that is the ultimate goal is to point you know saying you know christ was the creator you know, John has famously wrote at the beginning of, you know, John, 
in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and everything was created through him. You know, it, 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 Jesus was there in the beginning. God, Jesus made everything. And that's what we are ultimately pointing people towards is Jesus is the creator. And you, you needed to, you know, to, to submit to what he has done on the cross and accept his free gift it is free much like what the genesis film will be completely for free you don't have to pay a penny for it can't um, go wrong with that yeah exactly um but also it, it's it's really important to to realize that you know a lot of people you know get tied up in the you know the debate side of things and the um you know the oh i, I i'm on my high horse i i'm right on this topic and you know you see you know, Christians arguing, uh, you, know, in, you know, in civilized debates as well as, you know, keyboard warrior style. Um, but ultimately, all that matters is Jesus. That's all, all, it, all it ever is, is just all relates to Jesus. That's all it is. It's the simple answer to everything. That's why we do. Uh, where can we watch this video? How much does it cost and when does it come out? OK, so there's three questions in there. I will take them one by one. So thank you, Apologetics 101. Um, so we have a, well, we, if you go to, um, uh, the stunning for truth website, you can have a look at the stunning for truth trailer there. Um, and if you look on our YouTube channel, you can see the trailer for the Genesis project, um, released on there as well. Um, we, you will be able to watch the cut version, which is just the days of creation on our YouTube channel um the, it will be coming in the future we do not have a release date i gave a release date when i did a presentation on sft my last presentation probably why i haven't been invited back since because i haven't released it so i'm probably under threat of releasing it because <laughs> that's why i haven't been invited back. no I'm, I'm joking um but uh it is coming but it, there's a lot of work that needs to be done on it. it we we want this to be perfect it won't be perfect, but we want it to be as best as it possibly can be. And to do that, we need time. So we we, we do ask, you know, everyone, I, 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 we are so amazed to see so many people excited for this film. But we do we do ask, please ex exercise a lot of patience with us because, you know, this is the first time I'm directing a film um, and the first time that we're doing something on this level. Um, so please be... Uh, Please be patient with us. We're trying. Um, it'll be available on, on our YouTube channel. Um, could you pop the comment back up? Because I was going to ask, sure, answer yeah. the other the other uh, two questions there. Um, A lot of work goes into behind the scenes these kinds yeah. of films, and so yeah. to get the product product out right, it, it takes mm -hmm. time. And so, yeah, and yeah, something as well to to bear in mind is that you know you see all all these films coming up, and they say. Oh, coming soon on June, 2023, you know, that sort of thing. I would do the voice, but um, I'm trying to save my, I don't want to lose it halfway through. Um, Cause I can do a really mean trainer guy impersonation. Um, but um, with all of these studios, they, they have a set of release date, but they can meet them because they have millions of dollars to throw at this project and they can afford the manpower to edit all of it, you know, it's not just one person editing it. It's a whole team of people. You watch the credits, you've got about, you know, 15 people who've edited the, the film and, you know, oodles of VFX people who've done all the CGI and, you know, in huge render farms, you know, you know, millions of dollars spent on these render farms, which, you know, can churn out footage very rapidly. But for us, we, just, we can't, we can't do that. 
which is again is, is why we're we're using unreal engine because that is a big time saver for us but i'll go on to that a little in a, in a little bit um it'll cost probably the price of our usual documentaries we're not set on the price yet um but there will be a free element um but we want the the the, the knowledge and the the wisdom of our teaching to you know by buying the film you are supporting the ministry directly um so that is essentially what you're doing so you're you, you know you get the knowledge and you're supporting us um uh it'll come out when it's ready that's a simple answer when it's ready um there is no uh, there's there's still a, a bunch of like uh, in-person uh, interviews we've got a film joe's got to fly out to australia and film a whole bunch with diane and john and probably craig as well um got to film a whole bunch of it. coming soon to a theater near you i wish i wish it was coming to a theater but we don't have the budget so uh, i'm just being honest we don't have the budget it'll be winning awards at the academy sam so you're just yeah. being humble this is this yeah, is gonna well, be the, the I, next... I see well you know it you know if i if i if this somehow ends up on you know in the hollywood circuit and i end up winning an oscar for vfx then i will eat a shoe <laughs> and i will do it live on creation conversations that is a promise um, well with but, all the yeah. work and time you've put into this film so far going over genesis and holding to the historical account that the book of genesis really is the history book of the universe and we can trust what it says about the six days of creation what are your thoughts on old earth creationists that try and say, well, every, every day here in Genesis is, is billions of years. And so mm -hmm. they, they try and fit the billions of years paradigm basically in, into Genesis where we would agree it, it doesn't belong. What are your thoughts on, on that okay, position? Well, it's, 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 that's a, that's a whole can of worms. Um, I'll answer it simply is that, um, I mean, well, actually, to be honest, this leads me into a nice little segue. Um, so I have been doing uh, the uh, Bible Journey Challenge. Uh, shout out to all of my Bible Journey Challenge people who are in the chat who are reading along with the Bible with me. So I am reading the Bible cover to cover uh, from start to finish. Um, I'm currently in Exodus. Uh, it's going well. Um, I'm I'm not looking forward to some of the drier books that are rapidly approaching, but um, we will get there. Um, and my my aim is to finish the Bible this year. I, I want to finish the entire Bible. No sh jumping around, you know, because, you know, you get a lot of Bible reading plans. They say, you know, you, start, you get an Old Testament section, and then you get a New Testament section, then you get a Psalm or a Proverbs. And I don't want to do any of that. I just want to read it from start to finish. Um, but the... The thing to remember as well, which is in the, in, in scripture, um, you know, and I will I will literally read this to you. Um, so there's a, there's a key here. Um, I'm reading. Um, well, the first one I can see is uh, 13. It probably happens before then, but I'm just rapidly trying to find it. Um, so this is verse 12 to 13. Um, the earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed according to their own kinds, and trees bearing fruit in which is their seed, each according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning the third day. That is my refutation. Um, I know it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little bit of an anticlimax, but God literally tells us in Genesis, there was evening and there was morning the 
X day. It, it is talking about a literal 24 hour period. It is not on about a period of time. It, 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 that, that, it, I mean, I am, you have to remember, I'm not a scientist. I'm a lay person. I'm one of the, the more sort of uneducated people on our team. I'm trying to learn as much as I can. Um, but, you know, even if you look into the, um, the, the language of it and the context, if, if you know, script, people, you know, use verses out of context all the time to try and disprove the Bible or disprove Christianity. Context is everything, especially if, if you're going into something critically, you have to look at the context. And this is what so many people don't actually look at. Uh, and um, Muslims do have a tendency to do this as well is they just take a verse and so see see aha aha uh, you know that you know the, so you know when they say uh it, muslims say about um you know jesus saying about muhammad you know prophesying about muhammad coming um saying i'll send someone before you blah 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 blah, blah. they miss out the bit afterwards that says and it is the holy spirit that will come and dwell in your hearts and if they miss that bit out um, but they take that verse and go, ah, that prophesies about Muhammad. And you go, okay, let's read it in context here. Let's read, you know, verses either side. Um, and you you go through and it is it is literally due, you know, it is a 24-hour period. And and also as well is that, you know, there's, a, there's, um, there's people that throw up all of these um, things saying, oh, well, you can't have plant life before the sun. It's not a problem if it's 24 hours. Plants can live 24 hours without the sun. And even still, there's still light, and the light is Jesus. You know, there is no problem. There, right. there, there just isn't a problem here. This is, this is a straw man argument. Well, it's incredibly important that we understand Ge uh, Genesis as literal history. And that's why I greatly appreciate the film that is coming out. I'm looking forward to it. But uh, also, so as well, sorry, can I just jump in as well? Just a little sure. thought um, that, you know, if you're going to be criticizing Genesis, you are throwing out the entirety of Scripture. Right. Because the entirety of Scripture rests upon Genesis because it's in Genesis that we see why we need a savior you know the old testament is us you know you know god saying you know you need a savior you need a way out of this you know trying to fix the problem as best as he can working with something that's broken you know by our own making but the new testament tells us how he did it you know it, it's it's a journey you see christ in everything going from a to b which is what i'm trying to do with the bible journey challenge um so i encourage you if you haven't actually read the bible from cover to cover or if you jumped around or if you've read the bible many times you just want to read it again just for fun then please join me um you can read anytime uh, it doesn't you can start anytime it doesn't matter as long as we're doing it all together it's all all fun um but you, you but by criticizing genesis you are criticizing the rest of scripture and that is what the biggest problem i have with um evolutionists um like like you know you know um old earth um you know christians who you know accept evolution you know where does sin come from um you know you know what, what is the origin of sin because god is literally telling us in genesis god created it and it was very good mm. god didn't create sin so you're telling me that god created everything in a corrupted state of being with faults, problems, death, destruction, um, 
and and you know you know dinosaurs eating you know lions and you know whatever however you want to spin it you know that probably wouldn't make sense in an evolutionary point of view i just realized um but anyway um you know all the you know all these things you know, death and destruction you know, genetic mutations and illness and disease and suffering you know it it just it throws everything out and you, you know you're you're trying to stuff something that's man-made into god's word which will never fit you need to just be real with yourselves and say okay i believe in god god tells us in genesis that he created the world in six days god is much bigger than me i'm going to trust the person that was there that's my stance on it essentially i wasn't there you weren't there people weren't there you know everyone here who's watching today wasn't there in creation you know and and i think people sometimes forget that you know when we're looking at you know evolution as a as a um proposed idea of the origins of of life you know we we don't no one knows you know in terms of you know you know like like seeing the world as we do now we you know if you're taking the evolutionary timeline we weren't there you know you're talking millions of years ago um and you know we we have to trust the person that was there and god tells us how he did it and god shows us where sin came from it is our own fault so and we have to live with the consequences of that but god in his goodness and and wisdom has given us jesus as a way out um but yeah Amen. so i, I mean, yeah that, we'll just, we'll leave it at that because i can go on all night really it's true we could literally have a two-hour show on that and i think you nailed it because it's in genesis where we learn that death is the penalty for sin death mm. came into the world because of adam's sin jesus says from the beginning of creation looking back to the creation week in the beginning god created the heaven and the earth and in the beginning, he created them male and female, going right back to Adam, the first man, Eve, the mother of all living. I mean, it can't be any more clear than that, brother. So I appreciate the work you're doing for this upcoming film. And my next question for you, Sam, is you've talked about Unreal Engine. How did that discovery mm. come about? And how did you know that was the tool to use for this film? Okay. Um, so a, a little sort of fun fact about me if you i'm very nerdy um i'm big into my sort of you know nerdy things and part of that is that i i love um games i love video games i i have done since i was little i still do now I still enjoy them um and i keep up to date with all the latest releases and you know all the latest technologies and things like that um but one of the things that has sort of came out recently is uh, Unreal Engine. Well, I say recently in the last couple of years, um, but it only really sort of took off with the release of Unreal Engine 4, where they made it available to the public. Um, and as a result of that, it opened up the floodgates to a whole load of developers who couldn't afford to create a video game, could now create a video game because they had free access to a tool um it was great for people who are learning video game design and it's free to use there's no limits on the software or whatever um it's only when you reach a certain milestone that you have to start paying unreal um you know if you're releasing something for free um or for, uh, for filmmaking purposes or whatever then you 
don't need to pay a dime um unless it's sort of like a hollywood film you're using the technology for and they pay a license fee or whatever but um but yeah so it's um it's interesting the the origins of of unreal engine have really sort of sort of jump started this project really um because we it, it, it the latest release is called unreal engine 5 and it has some really really exciting technology inside it's got uh, something called lumen um which is uh it's a realistic way of creating light so light uh, is a very complicated thing to create digitally because you have to look at you know refractions and reflections and all sorts of things and it's um, it's very difficult in a computer to create but lumens made it basically easy to do everything acts how it's supposed to do it's all basically acts like real light does and light bounces off white walls to create a you know a, a you know a glow as it were um there's another technology called nanite as well which enables you to have real high quality um what's called photogrammetry uh, so photogrammetry is a technology that's used um it's actually originated with uh movies um to create realistic uh 3d objects by taking pictures of a real world object and putting it onto a 3d model and that technology has come on leaps and bounds recently um, but it's it's a great great tool um, and it will help provide a lot of realism um, for uh, for the for the uh, for the Genesis film and um, it's it's available for free we don't have to pay a penny to use it we don't have to pay a penny to get it out there um, and that is a real blessing for us because we, we it would be a whole different kettle of fish if we were you know doing this um as part of something you know with just stock footage it wouldn't nearly be as, as great as it, as it possibly can be and i'm currently experimenting with some uh fluid uh simulation because uh, uh unreal engine 5 has some fluid uh simulation inside it um which will be useful um, but also as well there's another technology that we've actually got hold of um well we've got hold of a, a demo of it um and we can we can actually see how it, it works and uh, and gets gets a grip with it, but um, it, it will make things a lot easier. Um, not exactly how I want it. Uh, ideally, if we are using three D stuff, then um, that would be the ideal situation. Um, but yeah, I mean, we 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 are are constantly looking for new technologies. To, well, I am anyway to 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 do things. Um, even as well with um, you know the ministry itself, um, you know, trying to find better way of, of doing things, better what better ways of um, you know creating content and things like that. Um, and I, I see that a lot of people in the in the comments are actually mentioning our shorts. Um, that was something that came about earlier this year, the, the turn of, turn of the year. Um, I sent an email out to the team and I said, look, okay, I think we need to sort of rejig things. We've had a good while of, you know, getting into the flow of doing YouTube stuff and, and things like that. And um, it's about time that we sort of take a, a stab at, um, you know, doing a lot more because I think that's the, that's the step to take. And we started uploading shorts, which has been an absolute blessing to us because without it, we, we just couldn't do it uh it, it would have been really slow slow growth um but the shorts is really accelerating it um but yeah it's, it's, it's great
Sam, I appreciate the comprehensive uh, responses. I'm excited. I know the audience is for that film as well. Keep up the great work, Sam. And before we know it, the final product will be uh, released for all to mm -hmm. see. Yeah. Now, you are, Sam, a regular part of Creation Conversations. You're a regular part of Standing for Truth Ministries, actually, I should say. So anybody, I know a lot of people enjoy our podcasts. We've got almost 100 episodes so far in our SFT podcast. And when I say our podcast guy, it's Sam Jenkins, who I'm referring That's to. That's me. So. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam, you have uh, put together many of our award-winning trailers, the Evolution Debate Challenge trailer, the yep. uh, Endogenous Retrovirus Handbook trailer. You, you've put together a ton of excellent uh, trailers for us. Always great music, always uh, previews that really pump everybody up. And so, Sam, I appreciate all the work you're doing for us as well, Stand for Truth Ministries. So really is a blessing to partner with, with your team. Uh, but I would like to know, being a regular part of Creation Conversations, what else do you do in general for the Creation Research Team? Okay, um, so day to day, I, um, I just manage a lot of things. I keep everything sort of, you know, if something has gone wrong, then I will try and find a fix for it. Um, if I'm, you know, if, if we're in the market for a new computer, say if someone's computer's gone, you know, kablooey, um, then I'll find a, 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 a computer that will actually do the job that we need it to do. Um, asking a lot of questions of the person, you know, what are you going to be doing with it? Are you going to be keeping it in the office? Are you going to be taking it with you? Is it going into the field? Because that, that will determine a whole different bunch of things. You know, what do you need it to do? Do you just need it for emails and web browsing? Or are you going to be editing content on it? Or, you you know, what, what, have you, what are you going to be doing? Um, and then also as well as, you know, doing creation conversations is, you know, uh, managing the chat um you you guys you guys can bring it sometimes and i've had to you know you know step in and say oh you behave um but um no we, we love you guys bless you um but um no we uh we we try to um keep on top of things in the well i try and keep on top of things in the chat i put people's slideshows full screen put people full screen i put up links and i you know if someone mentions a resource i've got a whole box of resources down here that i can just pull out at random i mean i mean i've got one here uh, that i promoted yesterday allah or christ that's a really good one if you're looking at uh, sort of the muslim aspect of things um but yes yeah, so I, I sort of do that uh on a, on a weekly basis and pull out things and um he keeps doki under control and like doki's so wild he's, he's just constantly uh running running uh donations it's it's it was hard to keep up with him sometimes <laughs> just like little little bits here and there um the party doesn't start until Doki walks in. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, that, that's a hundred percent what it is. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and also as well as um, making sure that we um, it is it, when we need to obtain something, you know, technology-wise, we can do it in the right way. Um, and thinking of new ideas as well, like for instance, with the Bible Journey Challenge as well as the shorts as well. I, I am the I'm I'm sort of the tech guy person um so it, it it's a lot of work actually that goes into running a, an online ministry um you know even running this the, you know software like this that we're using um <clears throat> you need to know how to use it you need to know how to you know, put things up 
uh, and take things down and, you know, mute people. If someone has a, you know, a dog barking in the background, you need to quickly, you know, go onto the mute button and mute them, you know, that sort of thing. It's, 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 uh, it's great. Um, I enjoy it because it gives me a chance to flex my tech sort of muscles. And it also, you know, gives me a chance to interact with you guys. You know, if you ping a, if you ping a message and tag me, or if you ask a question and I reply, that's me. I'm replying. I'm the guy replying. Um, so, you know, we, we, uh, we, we try to, um, keep on top with uh, as much of the technology as we can. And we're always using technology, especially in our research as well, you know, with the, um, the strata machine as well. Um, we've got, a, 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 I believe it's an engineer who's on staff who helps out with a lot of designing of the, the experiments and things like that. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's sort of a brief sort of overview of what I do on a week, on a weekly basis. Very good, Sam. I appreciate all the work you're putting into the creation research team, but also here at Standing for Truth. I'm running this ministry. And when you got all these different projects, as you know, as you've been uh, putting it in all these different avenues and platforms, it's definitely a full-time gig. And so, Sam, I appreciate that. And therefore, I appreciate uh, your help. Um, I want to ask, how do you make sure everything runs well? as some people don't know really what it takes to run a successful ministry with a YouTube slash media element to it. Um, a lot of patience mm, in yeah, a word. <laughs> um, there's uh, you know, especially when things go wrong, um, you know, there are, I mean, John is, he, he tries to get presentations up, but it, it is a, it is a challenge sometimes to um, to to make sure that John's slides are, are up um, because you know it, it's it's a it's a it's a different it's something else to learn at the end of the day you know it's it's a he's he's um, you know he he knows PowerPoint like the back of his hand and um, but because we've introduced a new technology it takes it takes a while for some people to to um, to get onto it and you know there have been times where i've had to sort of step away from the chat and to call john up on on uh what's happened you know walk him through it you know what he needs to do and that sort of thing that's that's basically my i step in when things go wrong and i i try and make sure they go right and um it it, it can be difficult sometimes to um to know you know what to do um especially when you're you know the other side of the world from someone um, and all you've got to, to look at is a, you know, a, a small phone screen. Um, but it's, um, it's really, really good to, um, it's rewarding for me anyway, because I, I, I can help so many people. I can help the chat with their questions and I can help John and Diane and Joe and, you know, anything technology goes wrong or if, you know, for instance, if Joe's computer, um, you know, suddenly stops working, I, I can try and diagnose the problem. Uh, I can say, okay, well, no, you just need to reboot it. Or, you know, if, if this is a problem with maybe the hard drive, you might need to get that looked into or things like that. But it's a, it's a, it's a work in progress um, with, with everyone. We are all learning, we're all ad adapting, changing, you know, I'm, I'm sort of on that point where I know quite a bit on, you know, tech and uh, technology and uh, with them, um, you know, live streams and things like that, how YouTube works, um, you know, how to try and squeeze as much of the, the view juice, the views juice out of uh, YouTube as possible and subscriber juice. Um, and, but, you know, Joe and John far surpassed me with knowledge and, uh, and 
you know, uh, and wisdom on, on, you know, really technical topics and Diane as well. I mean, Diane's got a doctorate. Um, mm. You know, I don't have a doctorate. Uh, <laughs> I, I wish I had a doctorate, but I don't. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, it's, 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 it, 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 it is a, a whole, whole, so it, what I'm trying to say is when you, when you're interacting with someone who's hosting a live stream, please be nice because mm. it can, it can, it can really, um, make their day. If you, if you say, you know, good job on the stream or things like that, right. yeah, little comments like that really do help each, um, each stream. There's a lot of work yeah. put into each program. That, that some people may not notice and you're doing an excellent job behind the scenes and also on the front lines with these programs that's why i always say and it's always been a huge goal and mission of ours to to grow a team and also to have visiting teams visiting scholars like we do with you guys the creation research team your experts are, are with us very frequently and here at saying for truth we have a team as well it's it's so hard to just be you know an expert at everything there's a saying jack of all trades but master of none and so mm -hmm. if you have a team where you have different specialties different focuses you know for us we've got our team geologist professor david mcqueen that helps because he can focus on that topic while i can focus on biology and genetics and you guys have something very similar where John and Joe are just absolutely brilliant <laughs> on basically everything, but with a real sharp focus on geology, paleontology. Then you got Dr. Diane Eager, who's a genius at biology and genetics. And so I, I really appreciate your team. And I've noticed, Sam, you guys have gotten a really large pickup in views recently. How many mm. subs have you gained recently? And could you tell us how you have managed to grow your channel relatively quickly in recent months um i can't tell you exact figures because i don't have them in front of me um i i would if i could um but i did i did a uh, i had to do an analysis the other day for for them um it was uh, i think we've we we've grown our average was around about 10 to 20 subscribers a month and now our average is 140 so that is oh, i think probably over a thousand percent increase um just if you just look at percentages um i may be wrong on the math please correct me if i'm wrong on, on the math because i failed maths in the school so sorry about that um but um yeah it, it it's we the the success really has come from two sort of aspects so taking creation conversations from a half an hour show to a two hour show has really helped the ministry to really squeeze a lot of stuff because it means we have the time to go in deep to a lot of these topics like diane did the other week on the origin of life uh, but it also gives us a better chance of answering your questions and we can really, you know, depending on how big the question is, it may even become a whole program in itself. Um, and also it, that's really helped with the sort of the regular viewers, the building a community, that sort of thing. Um, but also as well, uh, we've also got a, uh, you know, what we've started doing recently with the shorts that has, re that, that has sort of launched us forward very rapidly. Um, we are, I, I will have a look now as to, you know, what our subscriber count is currently, I believe it's uh, three, yeah, 3.29K. Um, 
if I rewind the clock, um, we hit 3K. Uh, when did we hit 3K? It was back in, uh, it was a month ago. So we hit 3,000 subs a month ago. Uh, and we started, we, we, before then, we were stuck on, I think it was 2,070 or 80, something like that. We were stuck at that point. We weren't growing. Um, and I, we just had this sort of amazing sort of, uh, well, I had this amazing sort of revelation of just like, we're not doing shorts. Because I, I realized that, you know, I was using my phone, I was scrolling through shorts on, on YouTube as I do as past my time. Um, and I, I thought, we're not doing shorts. What are we doing? We, we, we need to do this. You know, we need to take every sort of tool that YouTube's giving us. Um, and so we, we, we just jumped in and uh, and it's just really sort of taken off i mean yeah sure some of them are stinkers you know they don't get a lot of views i mean if i were to click on the shorts tab now um yeah i mean we've we've had you know joe showed off ezekiel the skeleton got 87 views but you know uh, one of our shorts about uh fossil woolly rhino poo has got you know 1.8 thousand views you know it, it's a it's a real potluck which is you know we're trying to churn out content we're trying to give you you know, something to watch every day. Um, but yeah, um, it's, it's really sort of helped to sort of, you know, give short answers to questions, which you can then send to people. Uh, you know, the whole point of our content is you can send it to people and say, here you go. You know, you, ha you asked this question the other day. I didn't have an answer for you, but here you go. This is answers it in a lot of detail. Um, but yeah, so that, that's sort of what we what we are doing is we, we're, you know, using every medium that we can to try and, you know, help push both the ministry forward in you know, finances and, um, and and subscribers and, and views, um, but also to, um, you know, to give people something tangible to say, right, okay, so I've, I've got this video that's really great. I've got my atheist friend who's asked me that question. I don't know the answer, but that, that whole, that whole live stream, that two-hour live stream is just on the topic that he was talking about. It's amazing. So I'll send that to him. Um, but yeah, so that, that is my, uh, my, uh, answer to that one question. Uh, Donnie, you are on mute, unfortunately. Uh, so I will fill time whilst you're on mute as I do every single week on creation conversations. Make sure you tune in. <laughs> hey, 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 that's why I count on you, Sam. And I was testing you there, brother. You did a great job. Right, and yeah. you're getting a promotion. So See, that I'm, is I'm, even, the... I'm even working now. I'm, it's not even my, it's not even, right. it's not even. You're being interviewed and you're still running the program. <laughs> Donnie, you're on mute. Hit the unmute button. And I'm like, where's that button? So um, that's one of the many reasons why I really appreciate. I love partnering with the creation research team, teaming up with you guys, having you guys on frequently, because we're very like-minded in our ministry goals. And one of those goals is to leave no stone unturned have long presentations as well for those like myself who love long lectures, detailed lectures, but also very short videos, answering commonly asked questions, answering objections, criticisms. And so I think it's very important in light of all the critics that are on YouTube, attacking young earth creation, basically making careers out of quote unquote debunking young earth creation. And so ministries like yours are a huge blessing because here you are, putting out so many awesome, I would say, must-watch clips debunking those those criticisms, brother. So yeah. I appreciate the answer. And I'd like to ask you, what are some of the challenges that it takes to run the online section of the ministry, Sam? Um, 
PowerPoints are a big problem. Well, I wouldn't say problem. They are challenging every week um, just because of it's, it's, it's so many different steps to get something on, on the screen. You know, you've got to, you've got to make your presentation full screen then you've got to go back into your browser and then you've got to hit the, you know, share screen button and then you've got to make sure you're sharing the actual slideshow itself, not the PowerPoint window. And you've got to make sure that's up and then hide that until we're ready to go live. And then, you know, once we're live and we've got the presentation up, put it full screen. And then, you know, you've got to get back to your PowerPoint and you've got to make sure you it's cycling through and it's, it's a whole, whole can of worms. It's, a, it's, um, um, I'll be honest, it has given me a nightmare, <laughs> an actual nightmare um, uh, of, um, I think it was, um, I was one of Joe's presentations, he just couldn't get working. And it was like, there was like a clock ticking in the back, you know, it was like, oh, the time's running out, time's running out, couldn't get it working, couldn't get it working. It was really important that we did it and it ran out and oh, it was just a whole, all hell broke loose. Um, and um yeah, that's that's probably the the, diff, the biggest difficulty with running a, um, an online ministry. I think is, um, I mean, all these things have um, every single aspect of an online ministry has its challenges. Um, yeah, it it, it it doesn't matter where you look. There's always going to be a challenge. You have to a lot of the times you have to think outside of the box to try and, and solve them. Um, you know, especially with with the Genesis project, you know, I, I I have to think outside of the box a lot as to how I'm going to, you know, this I've got this shot that I want to do, and I, I it needs to go in here, and it has to be exactly two and a half seconds long. Do I try and find some you know some footage of that to put in, or do I create something in CGI? How would I do that in CGI? Um, you know, do I, you know, will I have to draw a path for the object to follow and then use a camera to animate it and, and then capture that footage and, and then edit it. And but anyway, um, this is, it, it's just, it's just the nature of the beast. Um, there's, there's always going to be problems wherever you go. If you, if, if you want to, um, to start an online ministry props to you, go for it, you know, really go for it. Um, put all the effort you can into it, um, make it as high production as you can. Um, and, and production value is, it actually means a lot in this day and age because people look for the quality, um, not necessarily down to the, um, you know, the content is, is, is really good. Um, but what, you know, think little things that not, not a lot of people think about is having a good microphone that goes leaps and bounds um with a lot of stuff you know right. relying on a on a uh uh you know a, a microphone that's built into your computer quite often that microphone is very cheap uh because it's built for mass production it's not designed it's designed for a web meeting that's not going to go out out live or something like that um but yeah it's uh it's great um you know do it put all your pull your effort into it you know really research it as well go through and you know review some videos on youtube you know what to do how to run a youtube channel how to make really good videos learn editing software as well that's really that's a that's a big thing you can find you know you know the free version on your computer might be you know microsoft clip or whatever it's called they keep changing the name it used to be microsoft uh, well windows video maker back in my day um probably shows how old i am um but also as well as um uh, really great software to use, which what I'm using is called DaVinci Resolve. It's Hollywood grade 
editing software and there's a free version uh, and you can do color correction you can do you know sound design on it you, it's, it's, it's fantastic really really great um but yeah anyway so that is again a long-winded answer to a very simple question <laughs> but it's a question that i think requires the thorough answer that you're so good at giving sam because we do oftentimes get questions about you know what's the best way to start a ministry how should we proceed what are some pros and cons well, one thing you said about the mic very important you know when i go back for, for the first at least year and a half that i was doing this ministry i did dozens and dozens of debates and shows without an external mic because i was so comfortable just kind of talking at the computer using the computer mic but then you get an external mic and it just sounds a thousand times better. Now, part of me wants to go back and redo those debates <laughs> with the kind of sound quality that, that you and I are used to now. But Sam, my brother, I want to circle around to your book. You mentioned mm. uh, this last week on Creation Conversations, and it sounds really interesting. What is your book about and how did you come up with the idea? Okay. Um so the book is sort of well i mean if for those who don't know i'm currently writing a book um it's uh, called long live the king uh it is a theological analysis of the uh, godzilla and jurassic park films uh the so the whole series of those films with godzilla of 1954 uh directed by ishiro honda um right the way through to the present hollywood ones with godzilla versus kong um, and also the, all of the Jurassic uh, Park slash world sort of universe films. Um, it, it, I was watching um, Godzilla versus Kong um, when it was releasing. And I, I was thinking to myself as I was watching it, I, it was sort of my mind wandered um, during a section of it. And I thought, hang on, thinking about it, there's a lot of theology, theological sort of symbols here, a lot of themes that, might be worth exploring so i um i sort of had added further think about it and i i thought hang on i could probably tie in jurassic park in here as, as well um and it's sort of just sort of I, it was sort of one it was, it was just a passing thought and i thought oh, do i want to do this you know it's a lot of work and i don't necessarily have the time and then i i then had a lot of time suddenly um and i was just like okay well I'm, i think i'm going to write a book actually this is a this is a big sort of um thing for me um i've never written a book before um probably will be my last <laughs> i don't know i also have to see where, where where things go um but i i have been a a, a massive um uh fan of godzilla since i was little um and actually um do, do you know what actually i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna do a classic sam um i'm i if it's okay with you donny i would love to read the introduction of my book to the viewers here what do you think absolutely we may not have gotten a sneak peek of the movie but we are getting a sneak peek of the upcoming book brother go ahead all right then okay well here we go uh so it's a little lengthy but it, it gives you sort of the history as to where this passion has come from and what the book will be about and that sort of thing so uh, i do hope you enjoy um the introduction to my book long live the king when talking about things that are important in my life many things come up 
my beloved wife and best friend, my love of video games, our beloved two cats, Leo and Nico, uh, buying a property after a poor hand in life, and my dear parents who put up with my poor sense of childish humour on a weekly basis. However, one thing has always remained constant in my life as a deep running passion that burns brighter with the more time that passes each year. My love of the big radioactive monster spawned from a country that I love, Godzilla. This passion started when I was small. I was about four years old when my aunt returned from New York. They went at the height of the marketing craze for the first entry in the US adaptation of Godzilla in 1998. They brought me back a gift from their time in New York City. To this day, I have no idea how they carried it back with them on the plane, as they thought I would like it. It was a Godzilla money box. Godzilla himself was wrapped intricately around the Chrysler building, clutching a helicopter that might have flown past trying to attack him. The Chrysler building's sturdy structure was buckling and bending with the weight of the enormous creature that had brushed past its side as the city structures lay around in ruins. The slot for the coins was in the side of the building and activated a mechanism when a coin was inserted. Godzilla would rotate back and forth. Lights would give the illusion of a city on fire as the creature roared and the people witnessing the sight screamed. I was hooked. My parents, of course, resented my aunt for giving it to me, as I would use it constantly. Burning through batteries, much to my dad's annoyance, I had to have more. I would insist my parents record the episodes of the animated Godzilla TV series, which came out as a sort of sequel to the main film that had re just released. Every Saturday morning, without fail, I'd get my parents up at 6am to set the VCR to record the re episodes. I only missed one out of all of the ones that were aired. I had to have the VHS tapes and DVD of the film. I had to see more Godzilla. I couldn't get enough of the big man himself. I would buy films, books, toys, as well as all the video games that came out. It was so bad. I begged my dad to get me the GameCube version of Godzilla Destroy All Monsters Melee, even though I wasn't old enough to play it. My dad must have felt bad for me as he printed out and stuck a 3 plus logo on so I was old enough to play it. I think my parents must have gotten tired of how I'd go on and on about Godzilla to them on a weekly basis. My love of Jurassic Park also started from a young age. My parents had a VHS tape of Jurassic Park and I would watch it on repeat for several years. It got so bad that the tape would wear down on the parts the dinosaurs appeared on screen as I would always wind it back several times and watch that section again and again. Then came the DVDs. I had the first three films on release day and would spend a many happy evening watching them. My childhood was filled with monsters and dinosaurs, giant hulking beasts that would destroy and consume everything in their path. Neither hero or villain and never in the wrong. According to our human perception, of course, they were in the wrong and needed to be stopped or destroyed. However, they were never in the wrong from an objective point of view. They held no morals and no beliefs. They just lived on instinct, a need to survive. Then, of course, in keeping with tradition came the games. As a gamer, there have been many video games that have kept me enthralled growing up. Pokemon, the Mario franchise, Halo, GTA, Call of Duty, Battlefield, SimCity, and even a little-known game called From Dust, a game where you could be God. You could control the elements and shape the environment. I played a multitude of games based in or around the Jurassic Park universe. Most notably was Jurassic Park Operation Genesis, which was released on the PC. A game where you could control and build 
your own Jurassic Park, complete with food stands where you could set your prices and hatcheries where you could incubate and release any dinosaur you wanted. This was a game about what you had to do, which was not what Jeff Goldblum said. Jeff Goldblum's character, Ian Malcolm, said this was a game about playing God. Then came the waiting, a very large amount of waiting. Jurassic Park 3 was released on the 20th of July 2001, and the next film to come in the series, Jurassic World, was released on the 11th of June 2015. This is a gap of 13 years, 10 months and 22 days. I became an adult in that time, but much to my delight, me and my dad were first in line for Jurassic World to see it in 3D on release day. As always, it was a complete spectacle of dinosaur carnage with over-the-top action sequences and deliciously good dino fights. It was what I had waited for all those years, a complete return to form for the series and digging into its roots about a park that goes horribly wrong. More recently, I was watching the latest in Godzilla's adventures, Godzilla vs. Kong, a superbly beautiful film that is made to be played on the big screen. However, after mulling this over for some time, I found that looking back on the monsters on the big screen, there are themes running through them that are undoubtedly biblical and epically so. These themes will be explored in this book and to see if they stack up in some form parallel to God's word. I suppose one should presuppose what the stance of this book is and how it relates to the viewpoint of the amazing films that will be analysed together. Going forward, this book establishes that the Bible is the inerrant, infallible, complete and accurate word of God and contains the truth of the origins of the world, where sin originated from, how we fell away from God and how God put things right and sent a way for us to be saved despite our flaws and sin that would otherwise separate us from God. So there we go. That is the introduction to my book. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, it's just a little sort of taste, um, but you'll have to buy the book to find the rest. Hey, hey. Um, so the plan is for that. It'll be coming out at some point this year, hopefully. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of research that's going into it, but it's uh, um, it's it's a, it's a it's good for me anyway because it's it's given me a lot of nostalgia with you know rewatching a lot of the things uh, that I was you know growing up with and and actually I've got here a little bit of a show and tell to show how big of a Godzilla nut I am. So this is the uh, this is the money box I was on about. Uh, this is the uh, I've taken the batteries out because I didn't want to ruin the uh, the battery connectors with battery acid. But uh, it, this this guy swings backwards and forwards, makes now it makes noises. Um, Very cool. uh, but yeah, and then I've also got numerous uh, Godzilla figures. So this is the most expensive. This was given to me by my uh, my darling wife. This is a, a completely poseable Godzilla um, figure from the uh 80s series i think it's the godzilla versus biolante this is what this one is from um but this uh is my most expensive um figure that i own and uh, this is the one of the original sort of figures that got me into godzilla figures when i was growing up this is godzilla 2000 um a very sort of cheap um one from uh from japan it was imported directly and also i mentioned as well video games and this is a uh, a Game Boy Advance cartridge of Godzilla Domination. That brings me back to my childhood. See if I can get that in focus a bit more. A little bit more, no? Do you not want to focus? No. Well, there you go. There's a, there's a sort of semi-focus one. You can have a look at that online. Um, but yeah, it just sort of gives you an idea as to how big of a Godzilla nut I am. So how important that this is 
for for me is what you know it gives me nostalgia but also it's, it's it's helping me connect to it on a deeper level to really sort of dig into these films and, and find the, the theological aspects of them and connect them to scripture in some way and, and so and you know a lot of the themes that run through the bible um you know i mean take for instance there's one theme in in the first uh film uh, uh, Gojira, um of, of idol worship uh, believe it or not you know there's, there's idol worship the there's inhabitants of, a, of an island that worship godzilla uh, to try and keep him uh, uh, uh the children caught pokemon sam catches all the Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true that's yeah you so know true. what it's a little more difficult to catch godzilla than magikarp yeah was, yeah was, was, yeah is that the name of the fish the little uh bouncy yeah fish the, the useless that fish that just just <laughs> just did splash all the time until you could evolve right. it into um oh, was it? oh but, until it evolved into gyarados then that's then it yeah yeah gyarados yeah yeah but uh no we, we're just we're just nerding out here um but yeah. no it's um but yeah it's it's, it's yeah it's, it's great it's great for me um i'm 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 having a blast writing it um and there's a lot a lot of things as well is that i'm uh, you know i'm i'm delving a lot into the sort of the the science of um and the history behind godzilla how godzilla came to be so that we can properly explore things um, in in the future. And I, I was talking about the idol worship thing, as well. I've completely forgot um, with um, uh, with Godzilla in the first. Well, in Gojira, um, there is a section with idol worship. The islanders are, you know, worshiping Godzilla, trying to appease him and keep him at bay. You know, which harkens back to you know the idol worship. You know, in Genesis. You know, all throughout history of, you know, false gods and, you know, idol worshipping and things like that, you know, there is the golden calf as well, um, you know, in Exodus. Um, you know, all of these, there's so many little connections that you can make. And, and the point of it is, is, you know, is, is to give people the tools to, you know, if you are watching films, um, it's about how to find Jesus in whatever you're doing um you know that that's 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 my aim with the book is to give you the tools to do that um so that you know when you are watching say for instance the latest marvel film um you know it could be iron man or what have you um you know you can you can use the techniques that are in the book to apply to that and say okay well how can i find jesus in this because god is everywhere we just need to look for him that's the point of the book um essentially very good brother i'm looking forward to it i appreciate the introduction you've got a an excellent audio book voice and so as someone who's written several books as well i may just have to uh, hire you one day to do uh, my audio books <laughs> very relaxing brother and for your birthday i know exactly what to get you uh some kind of godzilla collectible where my godzilla shirts anything godzilla related doesn't matter as long as it's got godzilla on it i'll take it gladly it could be a Godzilla mug or a Godzilla pen or a mm. Godzilla ruler or something like that. It, it doesn't matter. I will I will gobble that up. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll get you the collector's edition of the classic Godzilla movie with Matthew Broderick. Is is that uh, Godzilla two thousand or was no, that? That's a, that's Godzilla nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. So the the Matthew Broderick uh, film, um, it's it's very widely criticised in the Godzilla community because it's um it's not um too faithful to godzilla um when when toho there's a whole bunch of drama that happened with that uh, i mean but this is the great thing when you when you research 
these you know godzilla and the you know the topics i'm writing with the book all sorts of things comes up and you find out um but um with, with that with that film toho licensed the godzilla you know like you know the godzilla uh ip out to sony and tristar pictures um and they said right okay so you've got you've got rules you need to follow with this you have to abide by these if you're going to make a godzilla film you know one of them is godzilla can't be killed and basically roland emmerich and dean devlin um who's the director and producer of the film um they basically said uh we're not going to do that we're just going to do our own thing um and toho were furious um they were very angry very bitter about it and the one of the original uh, i believe I, i'm right in saying the uh, one of the original uh, actors in the suit um said in a comment about uh the 1998 version it takes the god out of godzilla the whole point of godzilla is the is the unkillable uh force of nature um that just destroys everything it touches um you know you can't you can't stop it um and it's it's really um it's really sad actually that they decided to do that and dean devlin apologized many years later he realized that he he um he messed up and he you know the godzilla fans were so passionate about godzilla um and so he apologized but roland emmerich has yet to apologize to the godzilla community under toho because he was just like oh i made i'm i made the movie i wanted um but uh yeah well i remember when george clooney and joel schumacher <laughs> uh, apologized to the uh batman community mm. batman fan base for batman and robin back in the day with Is that the one with the nipples yeah, it was, bad. it was bad. Yeah. It was really bad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so thankfully, they came out with Christopher Nolan's epic uh, three-part trilogy. So I understand how passionate the fan base could be. And it kind of re it reminds me a lot of... So this is a book by Dr. Frank Turek, mm. who I've had on the show and uh, for an interview, which I highly recommend people check out. He wrote this with his um, with his son and basically goes into that same kind of theme and message, mm. which I do appreciate, Sam, which brings me to this important question. How can somebody then watch a film or a TV show and find Jesus or the biblical themes in them? Uh, well, you've got to look at sort of uh, sometimes the, um, the, this is subtext, um, can be a uh, key but also even the bigger themes um you know for like for instance the example i gave with the the idol worship that's a subtle it's more of a subtle thing but uh, you know a, a bigger theme would be you know godzilla being this unrelenting force of nature that just destroys everything in, in its path and, and doesn't care um you know what, what happens is is sort of a you know a links into sort of the the wrath of god Know, the, the immense power god can't be stopped you can't stop god um from from doing these things um you know like for instance i've read in about so sodom and gomorrah with you know fire raining down from the sky to destroy the city um and you know the, you know godzilla has you know a you know a fire breathing well fire breathing case technically it's, it's nuclear energy but we're not going into that that's just too that's too technical um and too much of a fanboy sort of thing to go into as well. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, you can find connections in that, you know, finding the little things um, 
it, it, it can sometimes it, it can be so subtle of finding something, but sometimes it can be just blaring you in the face. Um, you know, even you know, I mean, it, quite the, some of the commenters say um, Lord of the Rings is very biblical. It is, yeah. There's a lot of Christian themes in, in uh, you know, uh, especially when you take it talking, you know, with Gandalf the Grey and Gandalf the White. You know, Gandalf the Grey sacrificed himself to save uh, the hobbits and and the you know the the uh, the well, basically the, the the group of people that are trying to take the ring to Mordor um, and then comes back as Gandalf the White, this pure, you know, white glowing sort of wizard. Um, that's a that's a relationship. To, that's a, you know, relates to Jesus, you know, about right. the resurrection. You know, it, it can be just something so easy as that. Um, and once you get into the habit of looking for these little tiny things, you can really go uh, you can start to dial it in dial it in dial it in a bit more can we go even further can we go even further go e go even further um well, especially yeah. with lord of the rings yeah jrr yeah. tolkien who had a great influence on c.s lewis mm. there are yeah, good friends yeah, yeah they're good friends they I, I think they taught together as well actually right do they teach together i can't remember i'm not sure um, if they taught together i know they were friends and jr friends anyway but you can find countless Christian references and themes, biblical themes mm. all throughout Lord of the Rings, the books, and then the Peter Jackson trilogy. Let's all forget about that Amazon mess. Of course that doesn't exist, but yeah, if you wanted to continue, that one really jumped out at me. Lord of the Rings, lots of Christian themes there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, but well, uh, Jim uh, Vaughn in the comments here says, "What in Toronation we talking about here?" <laughs> uh, sorry, I'll, I'll drop the accent. Uh, when Hollywood borrows from biblical narrative, the franchise does well. We're talking about how um, how to look for God in even these, you know, what may appear as secular films, like, for instance, Iron Man or Lord of the Rings, or you know, even the the films I'm analysing, Godzilla and Jurassic Park. You know, in Jurassic Park, you have the hubris of man. You know, wanting to be like God, you know, is you know conjures up you know you know images of the, the Tower of Babel. Um, you know, wanting to reach God's level, wanting to reach up into the sky, you know, that sort of thing. Um, th these are sort of some of the things that you can have a have a look at and and see the connections between Scripture and you know that's it's about teaching you how to do that essentially, and it'll follow the same method with each film, so you can learn how it works. How to, how to do it essentially um but yeah so that's that's the the aim of the book is to to you know delve in deep with these films find these um these uh these links and then really just you know sort of just basically give that to you and say you know go into go into the world and find jesus and preach the gospel you know and, and you can use those as tools as well to to pre preach the gospel and say you know oh did you know there's some biblical themes in you know um super bad you know that you know and you can go into that and you know uh, you know i may, may not even advocate for watching super bad um but um you know it's these you can really have a look at you know even in some of the really secular stuff i mean for instance there's a, a whole you know obvious thing of uh, in the film uh, this is the end with seth rogan and um uh, you know things like that of, of the rapture you know it's very blaringly obvious that this, that's what it's supposed to be but 
again you can you can really dial it in with especially some of the more nuanced films um uh, the whale that released recently with brendan frazier has got some very deep biblical themes um you know Ooh, i don't, I don't think i'd be recommending that one <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, There's one major aspect of that, that uh, I know, I know, I agree. But, but the, but it's, you can find the point is you can find Jesus everywhere. That's the point I, I'm trying. I, I like how Kent says, chew the meat, spit out the bones. Mm. But if there's too many bones and little meat, <laughs> then I'd probably say avoid it altogether in the case mm. with a lot of Seth Rogen's material. But when it does mm. come to a trilogy like Lord of the Rings, let's say, there is a lot of meat and mm. there's a lot of themes in there, but there are some movies that there's way too much bones versus meat. I would say avoid it altogether, but I do understand your point and I appreciate that. And so Sam, as we move past the two hour mark, time flies by brother, excellent answers to the <laughs> Sammy C says choke. Yes. So if there are some movies where there's too many bones, I don't want you guys choking on them. So, um, okay. So as we move past the two hour mark, I wanted to ask you a couple last questions as we wind down here. When are you looking at launching your book and when will it be available? Um, so it'll, it'll be available when it's ready again, but I'm aiming for this year. I want to get it out this year because this is this has been uh worked on in the background for uh, a good sort of two years i think uh maybe a year i don't i can't really remember but you know the seeds have been sown you know years ago and it, i think it's is it it's time to sort of bring it out into fruition um so i'm 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 committing myself to releasing it this year even if it releases on december the 31st that's still this year um so i will i will try um try to um uh release it as soon as i can um but it's I, again it's a lot of work and i've got to you know sit down and analyze the films and, and write them down and things like that um but yeah um uh, i will echo what uh, standing for truth says about don't watch the whale guys forget i said that yeah don't 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 do that uh it's but it's um i was trying to use a point it, of, of you know using an unexpected film to uh to find jesus but it, it, anyway i, I guess you could say even in the most anti-christian films yes that, that should be recommended we you're still going to find some exactly there we go we got there donny there we go we there saved the situation <laughs> i do I, it's late i'm i'm very sorry uh for you're doing a great you, you, in a, brother in you're in the future you're in the future <laughs> and, and, and i think it's because <laughs> when it comes to christianity we actually have a solid foundation we have a solid foundation for morality, the laws of logic, doing science in general. And so even your most secular movies, you find biblical themes because mm -hmm. as hard as they want to move away from the Bible and Christianity, they can't because they have to borrow from what, brother? The Christian worldview. And so as you've put it, you can find Jesus in anything, even in a movie where there's way more bones than meat, basically. To circle back so i completely understand what you're saying and i appreciate the point i'm looking forward to that book brother mm. yeah I, i'm looking i'm looking forward to writing it i'm looking forward to releasing it and i i want to you know get get this 
sort of book out and and let people sort of have at it and look and look you know pour over it and see just how easy it is to find god uh wherever you are uh, yes it is currently 1 30 in the morning uh, i'm very tired uh, but uh, I'm, I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking. I'm keeping on going. Let's, let's tell you what. Um, are there any other sort of final questions you wanted to ask, or do you want to move on to audience Q and A? No, you did a fantastic job answering my questions. I appreciate it. I will uh, get a pot of coffee going, my brother Sam, and that way you'll be good for another two hours of audience questions. <laughs> all jokes. You're just gonna pull an all nighter tonight, Sam. You're yeah, young. You happen. can handle it. Yeah, it's, it's not so, as if I need to be up early in the morning or anything. No, it's right. <laughs> You're not thirty yet. You, you got no, that. Uh, I'm still young. I'm still, I'm, st I'm still this side of this side of forty. It's right. fine. <laughs> I miss when I was in high school where I didn't actually need coffee to get my day going, but now it's coffee, coffee, coffee. So, uh, Sam, great job. Again, we do have a couple audience questions. I appreciate your time. So does the audience. You've done a, uh, an excellent job answering all of these questions comprehensively. And so apologetics 101, simple question. There is a lot of excitement for this film coming out. Sam, you are putting in the time energy and work into it. And so I appreciate that. And he's asking, is there a way to receive an alert whenever the Genesis project has come out? Uh, yeah. I mean, probably the best way of doing that would be um, tuning into our, our weekly live streams. We provide you up to the minute sort of updates on things. If we've got any, you know, breaking news on anything. Um, but also probably the best way of, of, you know, long-term keeping in touch would be signing up for our newsletter. It's free. Um, you get sort of updates about the ministry, uh, little sort of evidences here and there. You get an evidence news, uh, I think it's every two weeks, I think, um, where we take some of the big sort of science topics that have been released and sort of break them down. And, um, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really, really um, good stuff in there. Um, I've been surprised about some of the, the, the sort of articles that were in there. Really, really good stuff um and um yeah and if you want to tune into creation conversations it's a great time to do it it's next week because uh we're celebrating two years of uh on the trot doing uh, creation conversations um we're two uh, years um, flies by brother yeah I know. lots I I... of content in two years when you really look back and and see how much content has been created and put out to the public in just two years excellent work yeah yeah no it's, it's it'll be good it's, it's just going to be a birthday stream um you know having some fun but also we're going to be covering our um sort of our sort of our, well i don't want to use the term money maker because it didn't really give us any money but um the sort of the most popular topic we've ever done there we go that's the, that's the term i'm looking for most popular topic we've ever done uh climate change tackling that again so tune in if you want to if you want to tackle about climate change you see greta thunberg saying oh we must not burn the fossil fuels um we uh you know uh you know tune in and find out you know what's all this deal with climate change um uh, sort of thing now when this video ends and we eventually get a, a climate change banner across the video from youtube <laughs> we know why i appreciate that sam so <laughs> last question from Sandy C. Question for Sam. I heard Joe say he knows Pastor, or wait, I heard Joe say he knows Professor, professor. John Walton. Professor's the, that's how Professor spelt Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I'm tired too or need another coffee. So <laughs> professor John Walton, 
the double PhD chemist, would you have him on for a presentation? Um, I would probably defer that to Joe because he's probably a better expert of character than I am. Um, I would say I wouldn't, I'm not, nothing's screaming at me saying no. Mm. Um, I don't think it would be a problem. I mean, we're looking at getting some. My, I, some... I think John Walton is a, a proponent of your, I could be wrong on this, but your ancient Near Eastern interpretations with uh, the local flood. I think he's a strong proponent of local flood theory, old mm. earth creation, possibly even yeah. theistic evolution. So those three things alone, I'm not too sure, but yeah, something you'd run I, by. I, 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 I've been, I have been, because of what happened to, with Ray, I am no longer in charge of guests on the show. Okay. So <laughs> we'll leave that to, to Joe and John to sort. Uh, but some of the people that we do want to get on is we want to have Simon Turpin back on. Mm. Um, you know, we want to um, get some, quite, you know, quite a whole bunch of, whole bunch of people. I mean, you know, potentially even um, David Reeves on again, because he was great when he was, he was on, um, you know, we want to get Andy, Andy McIntosh on as well. Um, guys, if you're listening, hit us up. You know, you know where to find us, thecreationresearch.net. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, I yeah, think it, it, I I wonder if Sandy C is thinking of Jonathan Sarfati because he's a young Earth creationist chemist who's been on our channel a couple times. John Walton is famous for his book um, that goes into. The, low, the, the lost world, I think, of the flood or something, the lost world of Genesis. And mm. so he's adamantly not a young earth creationist. But yeah, okay. So, so Sandy C says, yes, I am. Okay, so that makes more sense. I was kind of thrown off okay. at first, like John Walton, you know, hardcore theistic evolutionist from my understanding. So yes, Jonathan Sarfati, that makes sense. Go ahead, Sam. Yeah, Probably a bit fun. well, okay. yeah, I'm solved. I, mean, I, think, I think, you know, We'll just leave that to Joe and John. But I mean, there's no other reason why, you know, we can't get a whole bunch of other people on, you know. Um, and, and also, you know, we understand that, you know, not everyone will hold the same theological beliefs um, as, you know, every every other person that, you know, is on the you know creation research team. You know, there might be people who come on who believe in, you know, uh, who are Calvinist or who are, um, you know, post-trib or pre-trib or middle-trib or upside-down trib, whatever it is. <laughs> um, all the different direction trips. All the, di all the different <laughs> trips. Um, but it, but it's what matters is the, the area of science that they're looking into and, um, you know, what, you know, I think probably our key thing would be that they believe that in, you know, seven days of creation. But that would probably be just for the scientists um, if we, you know, for instance, if we have like a, you know, could, you know, I'll, actually, to be honest, I'm probably even going to get into trouble for talking about this. So I'm just going to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop, stop it there. I'm going to stop because I don't want to have like an email saying from Joe in the morning saying, uh, Sam, I, uh, I, I listened to your presentation. I think we should have a little chat. Um, <laughs> It's it's all in good fun, and it would make for more of a memorable show, which this yes. was, yeah. Sam. Yeah. 
you did an excellent job. I appreciate your time because you are in the future. And so I appreciate you accommodating us here since it's late for you and a little bit earlier for the rest of us. So Sam, lots of questions tonight. I kept you busy, but you've mm. stayed energetic and you've stayed thorough the entire time. You provided fantastic explanations and answers to every single question to the audience. I really appreciate your involvement. Always so engaged. Please make sure to subscribe to the Creation Research channel. Make sure to check out Creation Conversations and also check out our playlist with the Creation Research mm -hmm. team. You can find all of the relevant links in the description box. Again, the Creation Research team has um, collaborated with us 18 times roughly. And so we've actually got uh, them coming back on next month for a show on degeneration, creation evolution. So I'm looking forward to that. Doki Doki Bible Club. I appreciate that, brother. Catch the new creation conversations here. There's the link. Click it. Subscribe. They are putting out great content. Sam, you're putting out yeah. fantastic work. I want to hand it to you, though, for some final words, final thoughts, and anything you'd like to conclude with, brother. Yeah, sure. I mean, um, I, I think the, the key thing for me is that, you know, with with tech um i love tech if tech isn't your thing there's always a tech guy out there that can probably solve your problem so it's not the end of the world if you don't know tech but you can learn it it's quite easy to do um you know watch some youtube videos tutorials if you want to brush up on you know tech and what we what we do you know what what sort of the technological terms have been thrown around this evening if you want to know more just google them and you find out find a bit more um you know really sort of gain your uh, your knowledge and uh, you know grow yourself uh, i'm always striving to do that um but also as well is um if you if you haven't uh, please please do uh, hop on over to the uh, the creation research youtube channel um and smack that subscribe button it's it's completely free and it really does help us out we're at this stage now where we're trying to get as much momentum behind us as possible even and also even if you're an atheist or, or, or a skeptic or whatever just subscribe and join in our chats we're, we're all more than welcome in um in creation conversations we'd love to have you uh, we have some regular viewers who are who are atheists or um skeptics uh, and they love joining um mm. you know really really good it, you know it's because you know one of the things that we we try to do as well is that um you know we, we're trying to separate ourselves from sort of the keyboard warrior style and and just have a really welcome and loving and open atmosphere for everyone um you know yeah. no matter who who you believe you know what you believe you know it, it you know we're all human at the end of the day um and i'm i i have been in the position of those people and i know you know what it's like to to be in that position and you know the best way is to treat people with love um, I want to treat people how I want to be treated. And so I am trying to show Christ's love through, through that, you know, it's just a little, little aspect. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it really does help, but please, please do, please, please, please. I beg, I beg just this one thing for me. If you take nothing out, even if you don't buy my book, please go and subscribe to the creation Research YouTube channel. It's free and subscribe to our newsletter as well. That's a, that's a good shout as well. There are lots of great stuff in there. Um, really good stuff um but yeah i think that's that's probably everything i, I, I want to cover really it's it's been an absolutely wonderful time i had a, had a blast um my voice is probably starting to go so i probably need to go get some sleep um probably the wrong time for coffee now but um 
who is creation research new creation in christ who is creation research looks interesting go over to if you type in to youtube this this live stream is just about to end so you're actually coming at the perfect time um if you want to know more about our ministry head on over to uh, youtube type in creation research and look for the little dinosaur with the tree and the cr the black um the, i love the, the logo the one, by the way sam you did a great job yeah, I, I i designed that as well right <laughs> and i'm doing all the thumbnails <laughs> you're the man behind the like, logo yeah i forgot to mention I'm, I'm doing all the thumbnails and things like that now so that's, that's great um but yeah if you look for that um you should come to um actually i'll just i'm just going to share my screen so people know where to go sure. that's probably the probably Good the idea. Best, yeah. uh, best option um uh let me pick here here we go share here we go there we go so this is creation research uh so just feel free to uh head on over um you're looking for this logo here uh, creation research or you can type in youtube.com forward slash at creation research it'll bring in uh you to uh this this page here um if you are uh, not subscribed you'll be able to see our genesis trailer here um these are our live streams that we do um we're also doing a, a series as well currently the, uh, the around the uh, museum with joe and diane um fantastic really great 30 minute sort of chunk um you know uh series that they've done really great i'm doing the bible journey challenge there'll be a new video this week about that giving you guys an update um i'm reading the bible from start to finish in order genesis to revelation it's a big task but i want to do it this year i've never done it i've never read my entire bible would you believe i know i'm a terrible christian um but the uh 2022 rocks cry out we've got a whole whole host of everything everything you possibly want um and this one is a great one to get you started with look for this one the origin of life this is the presentation diane did to uh last week um not not the, the one just gone the one before a fantastic presentation if you don't watch anything else i highly recommend that because it's just it is absolutely mind-blowing the presentation she did is fantastic but yeah go over hit that subscribe button it really does help us out please do uh you know it, it's i can't stress that enough um it really does help us um so thank you and there's and, the yeah, newsletter we, we got it's free these things are free people you <laughs> can't get better than free come on <laughs> one click away that's it that's exactly. all it costs exactly and doki doki bible club i appreciate it brother it's been an excellent stream, and I really appreciate the work from the mods tonight in the live chat as they have been really on the ball tonight. All the links, things that uh, Sam's mentioning, boom, there's the links, there's the references, there's the sources for people to check out. And so the, the e-newsletter, I'm a big fan of that, always very detailed, and I always love uh, checking out what's going on in the creation research side of things. So Sam, as always, appreciate the final words. Amen. A lot of us have been there, like you said. You know, you used to be one of those militant atheists or agnostics, and look at you now, defending the truth of God's word and I'm flying, giving the gospel, winning souls, not, not, brother. Not actually flying. I would like to stress, I'm not <laughs> hovering. I am sat down on a chair. Right. I'm, not, I, I'm I, sitting I am... for truth most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I like most that. of my, <laughs> yeah. I've borrowed that from my critics. Yeah, I'm like, you know well, what? Yeah, that actually, that makes sense. I, I'm sensing a rebrand coming on, sitting for truth. Come right. on, <laughs> We're doing an entire rebranding of the, of the ministry. 
to, to, to reflect you, what's I'll, really going on. If uh, someone, one of the mods could uh, pop in the um, uh, the link for the CR uh, YouTube channel, that'd be brilliant for a century because it doesn't seem like they can find it. So if you do check the description box. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's in the description. I completely forgot yeah. about that. I forgot there was even a description because I'm just staring at a white box. A, a lot of people I've noticed, yeah, the, <laughs> they're not the greatest at checking the description box. So, yeah, to check the description box, the relevant link should be there. If yeah. they're not there, though, uh, especially uh, Centurion, my brother, always appreciate you and your feedback. Centurion is a, is a warrior against evolutionism. Let me know, and I will make sure to to link it and there we go doki doki uh always ready and and armed. Doki is a magician link. i swear he's, he's just pulling these it's, well i suppose i'm probably the magician he's every week yeah he's 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 he's, he's, he's almost like godzilla himself an unstoppable force an unstoppable force. <laughs> stomping into the chat and saying ah, here's a link it's very true a donation. And, and and one of our original or somewhat original mods too so, okay. Well, with that being said, Sam Jenkins, appreciate you doing this. Appreciate all the answers. I definitely put you to work with all of these questions, but important questions, my brother. So we will chat soon to the audience. Thank you so much for tuning in. Share this content around. The truth is important. And we want to come together with other ministries like Creation Research that are putting out so much good work, so much awesome content upholding the truth of God's word. With that, Donnie is out. 